Hello everyone and welcome to daily newspaper analysis which is brought to you by Lawsico. Today we will discuss two articles. The first article is from the Hindu newspaper which is titled as challenging negative social norms. This article talks about the fact or the problem of population growth and specifically how much is it important for us to pay attention on the reproductive as well as the sexual growth and well-being of the women at large. And the second article is from the Indian Express which is titled as there's work to do on energy this talks about the prospects of clean and renewable energy in the country and what are the challenges that we are currently facing in this area so this newspaper analysis is presented by me my name is shiva khan i am a law graduate from uttarakhand university and had completed my law degree in the year 2019 with a gold medal in my batch i have i'm here working as the manager for current affairs vertical at lawsico and if you wish to connect with me you can find me on my linkedin as well as twitter handles the links to both are available in the description box below So here is a very important announcement that we would like to make that from this 10th to 12th of July Lawsico is hosting a free online 3 days boot camp on how to crack Indian judiciary exams so if you have any confusions regarding your preparation or you want to give an edge up to your preparation definitely register it's absolutely for free and it will be from 10th to 12th July 6 to 9 pm and if you wish to register the link is there in the description box as well So let's get started with the first article of the day which talks about challenging negative social norms. So as we know that the World Population Day will be observed on 11th July and this time we have the focus on the sexual and reproductive health and rights of the Indian women. So as we know that India is the second largest or second most populous country of the world after China and soon it is said that within the coming years we will go past the population of China. in such a situation and scenario it is important that we pay utmost attention and care on the sexual and reproductive health and rights specifically of the indian women so if we talk about the system in the india's population so the total fertility rate is at 2.2 children which will soon be re- be reaching the re- replacement level which is 2.1 so before we begin we should understand that what do we mean by the total fertility rate so generally the total fertility rate means the number of children who would be born per woman or we can say who would be born per 1000 women so here the current rate is 2.2 which means that per woman 2.2 children are born now of course 2.2 is not practical and as such you know not possible so if we take a round figure it is two children per woman and here the ideal rate or the replacement rate is 2.1 which we are looking forward to reach to and ultimately it would be like two children per woman so but the tfr remains higher than the national average among women in rural areas who have little formal education and are in the lowest income group specifically if we talk about the poor states like bihar and other uh, states as well so in this situation if we consider that the condition or the situation in the case of rural women is different as compared to the women living in the urban areas because the total fertility rate that is the number of children born per woman is higher and than the national average among the women who are in the rural areas because they have little formal education specifically the education about the sexual health and also the education about the family planning as well and these are mostly in the low income groups of the society 
so these are the steps that are needed in this direction that the women must have a greater say in choosing the family size and should be made aware on preventing unintended pregnancy or giving birth now this is one thing that we need to tackle firstly in situation of the education as well and secondly in you know tackling the social taboos as well so here the women you know being living in a patriarchal society it is rarely seen that the women are given a choice that they can choose the size of the family that whether or not they want to have one child or two children or even you know whatever her a uh, choice of family is so we should be giving a greater say and choice to the women in this regard and secondly we should make them more aware about how the unwanted pregnancies can be avoided or even the unwanted giving births can be avoided at safer options so as we know that many a times it is taken as a big taboo in the society and if if not then in the other times what is done is that the processes or the methods or the techniques that are used are very much detrimental to the health of the woman so in this regard it is important that safe you know termination of pregnancies and other uh, methods for uh, such unintended pregnancies or giving birth should be given and made available to the women at large and the covid-19 pandemic has exposed the weaknesses in the healthcare system and led to gaps in provision of information and services on sexual and reproductive health as we know that in the starting days as well it came to the forefront that the situation with the pregnant women or the women who are trying to conceive or you know are looking forward to be mothers so the problems that were there in this area they came at the front angle and then we could understand that what are the issues that are going on in the healthcare system specifically if we talk about the sexual and reproductive health of the women in the country so here are a few indicators for the sexual and reproductive health in india so the strong indicators are firstly the improved rates on institutional delivery and a decline in maternal mortality ratio from 327 during the time of 1999 to 2001 to only 113 in the time of 2016 to 18 see when we talk about the institutional delivery it means that how well are the various institutions that are in regard to the healthcare system be it the hospitals the clinics the doctors medicines pharmaceuticals etc how well are they able to deliver the various services and facilities and facilities that are required by the uh, pregnant women and also due to this there has been a decline in the maternal mortality ratio which means the deaths that used to happen at the time of delivery so they have also declined from 327 to 113 within a span of almost 15 16 years second the contraceptive prevalence has improved in most of the states and now such programs are also being led wherein the women are being made more aware about these contraceptives to avoid any unkind of pregnancies and programs such as the beti bachao beti padhao have made efforts to challenging exist to, to challenge the existing social norms as well and here are a few poor indicators as well that around 2 million adolescent girls each year had pregnancy that is about 63% were unwanted or unintended so this also is definitely not good for their health if at all they are becoming mothers or are they are conceiving you know at the times of their adolescent age itself and that is why this should be something that we must be laying our focus upon also Approximately 26.8% women aged 20 to 24 are married before 18 years and that's actually a very young age to get married that's ultimately hampering their health as well and also india is the third worst performer in the south asia in world Ec- economic forum uh, global gender uh, report 2021 so if you talk about this so world economic forum's global gender gap report so global gender report india had been the third worst performer in it in amongst the south asian nations and that is why these are the areas where we need to significantly improve 
so let's discuss the second article of the day which talks about the energy alternatives and regulation of demand so recently mukesh ambani has announced 75000 crores of investment in clean energy and the indi us that is the india us climate and clean energy agenda 2030 partnership which was launched at the leaders summit on climate so now definitely we can see that india is moving towards the renewable sources of energy but yet there are a lot of challenges on the way so let's understand that what are the basic flaws which we face in india's partnerships and the initiatives with regard to the clean energy firstly so while substantially increasing the renewable energy india is also expanding the fossil fuel extraction and use now this becomes very ironical that at one side where we are focusing on becoming more and more sustainable in our use of the renewable energy and we are trying to use hydropower or the solar power energy on the other side we are still not able to suffice with these energy resources and our manufacturing units are you know our institutions authorities they still need uh, the uh, you know use of fossil fuels and that is why we are significantly expanding the fossil fuel extraction as well as use and during the pandemic the government auctioned 16 new coal mining blocks which ultimately could be the resource of a lot of you know non renewable source of energy which is ultimately not even sustainable in use Secondly, India includes mega hydropower projects in renewable energy, ignoring the ecological and social disruption it causes. Example: Uttarakhand. So now, recently, as we got to know about the glacial bursts which took place, and many a times floodings have been seen, and many a times the dams break out. So what we do is that we bring in the mega hydropower projects, but. at the same time we should consider consider that what could be the ecological and social disruption that these hydropower projects cause now i'll give you a very good example of this like for example we have a huge dam construction that has to take place so the ecological you know uh, harms or the ecological impact would be that huge area of water of the land gets submerged into the water once this dam starts working and due to which a loss of you know biodiversity flora and fauna takes place a very good example of this was the cane betwa linking project which took place in madhya pradesh and now since it has been given the sanction so it is believed that the entire panna tiger reserve would be submerged under the water of the cane betwa interlinking project and that is why such hydropower projects should be taken care of and if we talk about the social disruption that is caused so the people specifically if there are any tribal people who are living close by to that particular river wherever we are you know uh, storming the dams so these people have to be moved they have to be shifted and rehabilitated they have to leave their entire settlements and everything and that is why it causes a lot of social impact as well and thus we should take care of this now also you must be wondering that of course for all these things we have uh, the you know uh, the very thing which is the environmental impact assessment norms but if you know that recently even these norms have been loosened out by the government and thus it has become really very easy to exploit the nature and to you know just compensate monetarily for whatever loss we have caused but do you really think that all the loss be it the ecological or the social or even you know any kind of other losses well can every kind of loss be compensated by a means of money well i think no So thirdly the mega park projects have serious ecological and social impacts as they do not require any environmental impact assessment due to the faulty assumption them being clean and eco friendly now many a times we think that the mega parks wherein you know a lot of kinds of energy resources are brought at one place so these parks are ecologically friendly and they are very much clean 
but still a lot of pollution is caused due to them and that is why since they were considered to be ecologically clean the EIA or the environmental impact assessment was not done for them and this ultimately gives them a clear chit to do whatever they want and still not compensating for whatever loss they have caused to the environment and fourthly a shift from petrol diesel to electric cars would significantly expand devastating mining across the world and that is why the luxury and wasteful consumption must be eliminated and that is why we should be very much careful that what kind of resources we are using how much are we using and what is the sustainable way of using them so here are some viable alternatives that are available firstly is the rooftop solar energy now you must have noticed that nowadays whatever energy efficient buildings are being made they all have solar panels already attached in them so the delhi government also is supporting 150 government schools to generate the rooftop solar energy helping them to save 8.8 crores and also earn 8.5 crores from selling power to the grid you also must have noticed that a lot of south indian states as well have made it compulsory that some part of the energy or basically the electrical energy in the house should be produced from the solar rooftop also it can generate 30 times more jobs than mega solar parks and it was according to the study in the united states and second way is regulate consumer behavior that uses wasteful and luxury power so this is according to the national energy policy that we should definitely try to bring in this behavior amongst the people that they should conserve the energy and use more sustainable sources of energy So this was all for the day. We hope it was a good session for you. Thank you so much for staying tuned with Law Seeko. If you liked it, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe to our channels for more such updates. Thank you.